What is going on, guys? My name is Ryan Prentice, a Ryder Crypto Guy, and welcome back to another Masternodes podcast. Unfortunately, Nestor was not able to make it to this podcast, but we're going to go ahead and follow through anyways. Remember to follow us on our personal social medias to stay up to date with us. My name is Rye, the Crypto Guy on Instagram or all social media platforms. And Nestor's is at CryptoDelo. Also, make sure y'all stay to the end to hear about some additional resources that we're going to provide y'all to get you guys more zoned into cryptocurrency. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce today's guest speaker, my boy, Mike Sotero. Welcome to the show, Mike. What's good, bro? Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for the invitation. Excited uh, to be here. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you for your time. And let's go ahead and just dive into it. We're going to be interviewing Mike today, asking him some questions. Mike is a full-time certified trader. Um, He's a mentor in our group that we are currently in. Uh, We're in an education program called I Am Mastery Academy that teaches you A through Z on how to trade and learn the markets, whether it's crypto, uh, whether it's crypto, stocks, uh, you also have e-commerce. There's also a way to uh, build your social media business as well. So if you guys are ever interested, please tap in with us. We'll go ahead and give you guys the more information on that. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's podcast. So Mike, tell our viewers a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, I'm um, 28 years old. I just turned 28. I live in uh, South Florida. And uh, 10 years ago, I got involved in entrepreneurship. I was playing baseball. I was going to go out of state to play student loans. My first business kind of took off, right? Risk to reward. I decided uh, not to go to South Carolina to stay in uh, South Florida to continue to build that business. Um, had some success, right? Got to a good level of income where I was out earning, you know, teachers, principals, all that stuff. And then all of it went away. And in 2016, uh, hit a pretty bad uh, patch in my life. 2017, uh, February, I started to buy into crypto. I saw some people on Facebook. I had some mentors start to buy. And then uh, at the end of 2017, uh, I found the current company I'm involved with now. And, you know, we've been to 27 different countries. I've probably educated over 100 to 200,000 people, uh, probably spoken to, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in person at live events. So it's been a crazy journey, but uh, the story, you know, story is still being written. Wow, that's insane. Over, over, you said over 100,000 people that you've, that you've personally mentored? I mean, easily. I mean, wow, that's insane. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's really crazy to see where this space kind of brings you, especially with, you know, our company, I am Mastery Academy. They really have open doors, even just for us, introducing us to you guys, introducing us uh, when we met in, you know, the Phoenix conference. uh, And it it really just gave us a lot of opportunities. We've, we've, to date, me and Nestor have interviewed quite a few educators uh, with the program itself. and, And we've been blessed truly to, to be able to be, um, in the same space as you guys and, and, and really just creating something quite real, you know? Yeah, I agree. So one of the biggest questions, cause you know, we asked our viewers kind of what's something they would want us to ask an educator in the space. And, and of course we know exactly what's going on with the space, but from your perspective, what is currently going on with the crypto space? Yeah, the people who are over leveraged are getting exposed. You know, this happened with Enron, this happened with Lehman Brothers. You know, when you take out loans against your own capital, uh, you these collateralized loans, right? There's a liquidation price for every exchange, every institution, every person. And uh, what we're seeing is after Terra Luna collapsed, a lot of centralized entities and exchanges were holding Terra Luna on their balance sheets. So you saw things like Three Arrows Capital, Voyager, 
and they're all borrowing from each other and different, you know, people. And that's what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with uh, a whole space that was kind of held up on sand, some of it sand, some of it, you know, solid ground. Uh, so now Bitcoin, as we're recording this, sixteen, seventeen thousand dollars. I think we still drop thirty to forty percent more. Um, but right now, the the bad actors, the bad people, they have to get out of this space for mass adoption to come in. And uh, we just saw the whole FTX scandal. That is going to be probably a five, 10 year lawsuit. I don't think that's going to get done anytime soon. Uh, yes, or two days ago, we saw Voyager, uh, excuse me, Celsius. The judge basically declared that customers are not really getting their money back because it's their fault for giving that money to an unregistered uh, company, basically. Right, they're unregistered, uh, unaccredited investors is what is the, is the is the correct term. So it's uh it is the wild wild west. It's better than what it was five years ago. Uh, more people are involved, but it's a bear market. This has to happen to get all these uh all these institutions out. Wow. Yeah. No. I, and I, I can really see that happening. I mean, you know, it's kind of like where you have to get rid of like the weak links, you know, in order to kind of build. A more solid structure, a more uh, solid connection, uh, and, and so with that process, we're kind of seeing. And I, I feel like we had to go through this. You know, we had to go through the FTX scandal. We had to go through uh, the collapse of all these different types of uh, e ecosystems, really, in yeah. order to see where the mistakes can be made. So that way, later on down the line, when we have more to risk and more up on the like up on the line we're not risking as much, you know, cause we know, okay, we, we made these mistakes in the beginning. Let's avoid these mistakes completely. And let's go ahead and try to get past them by doing X, Y, and Z. Yep, exactly. We're dealing with still no regulation. Uh, you're dealing with corruption from people like Gary Gensler to the whole, all the whole political party. You could just follow the money and see where all the money from FTX, Sam Beckman fried uh, Caroline Ellison, who where that money was flowing to, it was flowing to Democrats and Republicans, but it was flowing to people who were voting and trying to get people to think a certain way. So, uh, but Web three is is incredible. Uh, but I always tell people, just because we're early in this space, it doesn't mean it's a good thing. It's a very dangerous thing for uh, people that are not educated. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. And it's, you know, you get a lot of people that are actually giving up on the space because they're like. Oh, you know, like a couple months ago, my my friend or, you know, someone I know told me to throw like, you know, a couple hundred dollars into Bitcoin and it was going to grow. And, you know, now I've lost half of my money. And, you know, yeah. why am I going to put my my money into a market that's losing money and this and that? And then they get all their excuses, but they don't realize they joined during the time of a bear market, you know, yeah. and, and, and not only that, they also joined during the time of a recession, even though. Our government says, you know, we're not in a recession. They quite literally changed the definition of what a recession is. We're still, we were in one, you know, we are in one, we're going through one. And they didn't realize that, oh, you know, maybe right now is not the best time for me to do that. Let me see if I can go ahead and wait off on it. But, you know, that FOMO's kicking in and, you know, their friends are making money on it. So they're like, oh, you know, I could do that too without doing their own research. Little did they know, you know, they're putting themselves in, and quite a pickle, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So why did you get started investing in trading crypto? Well, I saw the whole stock game and I never really got into stocks too much, but I saw that it was, I think it's, it's way more corrupt than crypto, right? I saw, I found crypto 
where it was decentralized, right? Bitcoin, we've had countries of mining power go down. Bitcoin's still running and still operating transactions. Uh, is it the fastest? No, but that's where we have like Lightning Network and different things like that. But I got involved because I understood that monetary systems change, right? Uh, you know, you look at the world and you study history, like no country is on top forever. And this may be the fall of the United States. This may be the fall of this will be the fall of the dollar over the next five to 10 to 15, 20 years in our lifetime, I believe. So when a monetary system shifts, there's so much opportunity. But in the beginning, there's so much rejection. And that's what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with uh, retail people, which is OK, because this is what the institutions want. The institutions have actually been in crypto since 2016, 2017. They are just disguised. Warren Buffett is in crypto, right? They're just saying certain things to get the average person, like you said, out so they can get better prices, so they could own more of certain coins, cryptos, market share. And then this whole thing will run with or without regulation. But regulation is obviously going to help, and it's going to allow trillions to flow in almost overnight. So if you understand this space and you can have a five-year plan, a five-year understanding, now the time to get in to get into this space. Yeah, no, most definitely. And and what, what's odd is, you know, I, I was having a conversation the other day with one of my friends, and we were talking about how, you know, regulation wasn't really meant for you know the crypto space. And and I agreed with him to an extent. You know, when crypto was first brought out, it was brought out so that way it avoided the mass, um, you know, uh, oversight by, you know, specific groups. But over time, we'll, we'll, I think what a lot of people didn't expect to was for the mass adoption to come so quick that people were just pouring in and getting yeah. screwed over and then governments having to step in and regulators having to step in and be like, okay, wait, hold up. You know, we may not be able to regulate, you know, the currency itself, and, and, and really have control over it, but we can regulate how it affects our, our uh, citizens and how it affects our, the individual um, uh, investor, you know? And so I think that it really just had to take its course and, and going back to, and we had to see all this kind of major events happen within the space in order to really see, you know, can crypto withstand the test of time so far it's been able to and we'll kind of see where it goes and continues to grow in the future yeah i don't think crypto is going anywhere you know it's just when anything is new people take advantage of it mm -hmm. so nfts are new you had all these founders who are all going to end up in prison last couple of days ago there was a guy who rugged the project uh took 2.9 million dollars in funds and what he basically said was that the community just stopped helping and participating Guys go into prison, uh, I think, for securities fraud or for whatever, some sort of fraud. Yeah, the mutant eight planets. I yeah. Think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah that dude. So it's like you have people like that. Same thing with coins. Uh, you're seeing influencers getting sued. A lot of them, they have enough money and, and good lawyers that they'll, they'll, they'll find a way out of it. But uh, there's going to be consequences uh, in two, three years from now. It's like if you don't pay your taxes, you don't go to jail tomorrow. But in five years, they come knocking on the door. All the people that are promoting random coins, unregistered, because if Ripple loses this case, then technically everything is an unregistered security, except for Bitcoin, because they've already said that Bitcoin's not a security. So regulation can go either way. 
if regulation goes against us, we will be in a bear market for two to four more years until we kick out those people in uh in in politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly, and 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 replace them with people that kind of favor us a little bit better. Uh, you briefly touched upon, you know, the Ripple um, case versus the SEC. What are your thoughts on that so far? Do you think that they have the opportunity to win that case, or do you think? Yeah, I think they're positioned either way they win. They're already setting up, they already have offices around the world. They just set up, uh, Brad Garling House has a huge office in um, in Toronto, Canada that they're just built and all around the world. So if they, let's say if they lose, Ripple's not going to go anywhere. They're just going to move, you know, move countries. Um, but we do need, the space does need clarity on the whole security thing. Now, Gary Gensler, there's a video recordings of him talking about MIT, that XRP would change the world. XRP was not a security. And uh, there was a case, or there was an interview that, I forgot the exact file name, where they have actually uh, documentation. You know how when you have a, a court a court, a court hearing, there's somebody that's like typing things mm-hmm. like on the side? Well, they have that where, and with somebody, I forgot who it was. It might have been Gary Gensler, somebody in, in the government saying that XRP was not a security. And they're trying to get that file, they're trying to get that file, um, released where they could use that in this new court case that was from years ago because remember coinbase is a registered company in the united states has a publicly traded stock when coinbase put when coinbase listed xrp they asked the securities exchange commission as the sec is xrp is xrp a security and they said no so that Mm. case they have that documentation there because then Coinbase is now dealing with unregistered securities. Coinbase would have to shut down. So would Binance US. So would all these other exchanges. So would Kraken, Gemini. So I think they do win. But all we need is a settlement. All we need is, the, is just, just to move forward uh, and just have some clarity on what a security is. Yeah. No, I, I think you're 100% correct with that. You know, it, it's there's a lot of confusion in the space, especially even since, uh, you know, our... our um, current administration the biden administration released you know what they kind of like their guidelines and and kind of what they need to tackle first in terms of like what they wanted to get through policy wise to figure out yeah you know the whole digital asset space um they were even kind of confused with that you know they 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 seemed like they didn't know exactly where they wanted to go first, you know, what, 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 what did they want to take care of first? Because they had so many things that they need to go through. They're like, Oh, okay. Kind of like, where do we start? You know? And so I I have a feeling that it's going to take quite a while and definitely they won't get through it in this administration. I think it's going to go maybe the next administration, possibly even the following administration after that, until we see full uh, clarification on how we treat digital assets what we're going to do with our digital assets and and how we're going to treat our individual um, investors in terms of their approach to digital assets. And that's just doesn't affect, like you said, crypto that affects everything. NFTs, um, you know, any, any type of form of digital asset we see currently out in the space right now. Um, But what is one misconception that you think people might have about this space? Oh, man. So, I mean, one is it's risky. Everything's a risk. If you live in, I live in Miami, go on the highway, three out of five drivers are texting and driving right now and going 95 miles per hour on I-95. So there's more risk there. Um, 
there's a risk getting in the ocean. There's sharks, right? So everything's a risk. It's risk to reward. Um, if you're educated, you'll be able to make better decisions. Uh, I think the misconception is in investing is you need a lot of money to start. I think that's one of them. I also think that people um, people got to be very careful who they listen to in this space. So a misconception is like all crypto people are kind of like the same. They all just care about making money. Like I know people who are literally losing money in projects and in exchanges and some things that they own, some very high net worth people, but they're just so playing the long game that it's going to catch up. So I just think those things, man. Mm, okay. So, so what is one recommendation you would give to someone that's entering into the space? Get educated. Don't chase FOMO. Don't chase um, coins or projects. If they're up for I have I have a rule. I will never buy uh, crypto if it's in green. So if it's up more than 1% today, I won't even buy. I'm looking to buy blood. I'm looking to buy absolute pandemonium fear in a couple good projects. And uh, you have to understand cycles. So you have to understand this game because if you don't, last Thanksgiving, 2021, 2021, Christmas, Thanksgiving, that time, the emotions were so high. The, the euphoria was so high. Um, but just just remember, like, what today's January 7, 2022, six years ago today, Bitcoin was at $1,000. Okay. Six years ago. That's not a long time. Where do you think it's going to be at in six years? You can comment below and take a guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I think that's the problem with a lot of new investors that are entering into the space is they're chasing the bag instead oh, yeah. of having the bag chase them, you know? Yep. And, and so they're, they're seeing all these people make all this money and all these, you know, little shit projects that yep. they're like, Oh, you know, I could go ahead and put $10 in here and make $300 and then flip that and then flip this and then flip that, you know? And, and, but the thing is, is they don't understand this is the long game. You know, we're not here to play around and, and mess with these small little projects that are going to rug pull probably tomorrow. You know, we're, we're here to to invest into our futures to, for our retirement, too. So that way we we're not always chasing the bag, but we're having the bag chase us, you know. And, and so I think I think that's one of the biggest problems that I see personally with a lot of new people that are either investing or thinking about investing. They're thinking, you know, they're going to be a millionaire overnight. And, and that's just not the case until you get the idea that this is not going to be an overnight thing. It could happen. It could, we've seen it happen before yeah. in, in a lot of cases, you know, I'm not saying it's not a possibility, but until you get it through your head that it's not going to happen immediately, yeah. then you'll be able to see the bigger picture and understand why this is a long game. Facts. 100%. I literally just created uh, my first book. My first book releases uh, here in a couple of days. By the time this airs, uh, people will be able to get it and uh, we'll put the links down below. But yeah, yes. people don't understand tokenomics. They don't understand tokenomics of coins and they don't understand tokenomics of NFTs. It's two different ecosystems. Yes, they're both in crypto. Yes, they're both on the blockchain, but it's two different things. And you And you deal with something in life called supply and demand. If there's 10 iPhones in the world, 10 rolls gold iPhones and I have one, there's going to be demand for that iPhone. People are going to be willing to pay two, three, four thousand, right? When I bought it for a thousand. But if you have, let's say you have 10 million rolls gold iPhones, 
the supply. There's too much. It's the same thing in NFT, same thing in coins. If a coin, and you can look at this on CoinGecko, don't use CoinMarketCap because they're owned by Binance and it's all manip a lot of it's manipulated. But on CoinGecko, it shows you uh, the market cap and it shows you the total and max supply. If that max supply, I'm going to be honest, is over. If, it, if it's in the trillions, just run. Run very fast. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, most definitely because I, 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 I think that the, a lot of people don't, like I said, understand what this market really does. And even you said a lot of people really don't understand the tokenomics. And once they start looking into these white papers, once they start actually doing their research and understanding that their coins are not worth anything, you know, we no. kind of see th that maybe the their investments aren't doing the best that they should. And maybe they shouldn't be investing in that project. They should be putting their money elsewhere. Yeah, you got to understand utility tokens. You got to understand um, a token unlocks. You got to understand ICO prices. You have to understand when the big money got in, if venture capitalist money came in. Because those are the people that come in, they pump something up and then they, they sell it. Um, and that's what we saw with the Solana ecosystem. I, I do believe, I'll say it all here, I do believe Solana makes it out of this. Because I do believe in the Solana Foundation and the people behind that. But FTX had a large portion of Solana. And a lot of it was backed up by Sam Bankman-Fried and that whole ecosystem. So this is a movement from VC money now to the people that believe in the project, right? Real decentralization. Um, and every every blockchain has issues. You know, people forget uh, Cardano. I'm not the biggest Cardano fan. But they went from $1.40, I think, can't remember what year, a couple years ago, to like two pennies, okay? They had some issues as well, and look at them now. They went to $3 after that, and now they're pulled back. It's okay, but blockchain just have to keep building, have create the right partnerships, but you got to understand token allocation. It's so important and why most people will not make money in this space. Mm -hmm. Yes, most of Um, Are there any life lessons that you can bestow upon us? Life lessons, man. Never... Um, a couple, a lot of them have to do with money because I was really bad with money when I was 18 to, to 20 years old. So uh, a couple things is don't try to impress people by, you know, changing your lifestyle too soon. Uh, two is if you have a job, do not quit your job unless you have minimum 12 months of expenses saved in the bank. And this isn't financial advice. You can take this if you want it. Um, number three is, man, just you have to have a plan for money so like if you get paid every friday or every other friday you have to have a plan okay tax bucket this bucket this bucket right uh, investing bucket and whether you're putting five dollars a week or five thousand dollars a week away to invest my mentor said uh, broke people save money wealthy people save money with the intention and they're ready to invest it when there's maximum fear in the market so if you see everybody scared you should get excited, right? That whole Warren Buffett quote, um, you know, get greedy in, in these times of fear. Um, but yeah, just get, get mentors. I feel like I could have, I could have learned, I could have been so much farther by the time I was 22, 23 years old, if I was just smart with that money that I was making. Um, and that just comes down to mentorship and then being coachable and being submissive to that mentorship. Cause if you're not coachable, like there's this whole myth, that you get to choose who you who you get mentored by. Well, I'm going to be mentored by this person or this person. No, you don't choose your mentor. Your mentor chooses you. And if you're not coachable and if you're not a student, then why are they going to work with you? doesn't make any sense. 
Yes. Love to hear it. Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, that's all the time we have for today, but appreciate your time jumping on today's podcast. Uh, remember to follow and subscribe to our social medias on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter, all at the Masternodes. Our visual podcast experience can be found on YouTube, and our audio podcast experience can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your other favorite podcast sources. Remember to visit our website, www.themasternodes.com, and subscribe to our email list to receive the latest and greatest cryptocurrency information. We are also located on Discord if you guys are hungry crypto or even just any any finance really enthusiasts we would like you on our discord because we're motivated we're ready to make money on there we always talk about you know any news that's happening within the financial world we also do uh, calls on there for uh, puts and buys or sells uh, if you guys are interested in that please tap in with us we'll go ahead and send you the link to our discord and uh, we also are a part of an amazing program called i am mastery academy and what I Am Mastery Academy teaches you is A through Z, everything you need to know from trading to investing. Uh, they teach, they go over stocks, cryptocurrencies, e-commerce, how to build your social media empire, and also tr- uh, how to be a smart traveler. So if you guys are ever interested in learning any of those topics and upping your skills in the game, please reach out to either me or Nestor, and we'll go ahead and give you guys more information on I Am Mastery Academy. Uh, but Mike, thank you so much again for joining. I appreciate you for your time. Anything you want to let our viewers know before we end today's podcast? No, bro. Thank you, Nestor, for having me. Um, as this is going to be airing, uh, my official ebook, first book, will be live. Uh, people can text the word DeFi, D-E-F-I, to uh, 305-419-0108, or just go to www.defiebook.com, and uh, I'll send them a free copy. I appreciate you guys, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Cool. Thank you, Mike. Again, if you guys want to follow DeFi Mike Sotero on all social media platforms, he is there to help you guys out and make you guys money. Thank you guys for tapping in. Much appreciated as always and bless up. Here at the Masternodes, we are not making any claims as to income you may earn. Before entering any agreement, please use caution and seek the advice of a professional advisor, such as attorney or financial advisor. Please ensure your own research is done before investing any money into the market.